Hello, folks. This is Just Winging It. Good evening. The podcast. We are your hosts, Patrick Green. And I'm John Abella. Old Johnny D. We're here to help you get through this, folks. You can do it. <laughs> your last name doesn't start with a T. Did you say Johnny D? It. Yeah, I don't know why. It just sounds It better. has a nice sound, yeah. Johnny A. Little Johnny A. Little Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed. That's what yeah. it's short for. Or it's just Johnny. Was he a real person? Johnny. Johnny. Uh, Johnny was Appleseed he, was a real person. Is he anecdotal? Who, unfortunately, is he uh, never quite lived long enough to get the apple from the tree. <laughs> I don't think that's the story. <laughs> I he was no the guy idea. that Isaac Newton shot the apple off his head, and then he was so inspired by that that yeah. he went on to plant apple trees all over. He planted all of them, China. But, but he just waited and waited until they, you know, grew tall enough to and and mature enough to drop apples, and then he died before they actually dropped the apples, and he could eat. them. He actually died right as the first apple dropped, and he right. beat it to the ground. And Galileo was like, "I told you." <laughs> People all lived at the same time. It makes sense. I don't know, yeah. man. Johnny Appleseed. We'll have to somebody call in and let us know. We don't even have a phone number, but you should just if, call us. What if Johnny Appleseed calls? Find in? a way like, to reach us and tell us what the story is with Johnny Appleseed, please. Yeah, we got that. We have the meteorology disagreement about again apples. Yeah, right. Why the does last it always time come we, about apples? It always comes back to apples. It does. Right. So we need an we apple about the expert, a horticulturist, a horticulturalist, culturalist. Somebody, Michael, Michael Pollan. Say that word for me. Horticulturalist. Oh, that was good. Well, you know, you've got was, some good articulation. It was better there. than I thought it would be, considering what I'm dealing with today. Yeah, you've got some issues. See. We both have issues with our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from what comes out of them, coincidence. The words that come out of them—that that's a big problem, as you're hearing right now. Yeah. Um, but we also are in a certain degree of pain as we talk. Yeah. So let's let's do yours first. This is, I mean, this is, what if this episode? What if you listen to this next week and it's just complete? It's just like <laughs> so to our ears, we sound fairly normal, but yeah. But it sounds like we're like floating in water. <laughs> that would probably be better than what we actually sound like. <laughs> to be fair, the less yeah. understandable it is, the better. The I mean, quality. my pain is just like a standard. What happens to me is anytime I like accidentally bite my cheek or something, it turns into a canker. Especially if I am sick, if I have like a cold, like a virus. There's something going on there. Is that is that really to the way it works? No, actually, there's a, there is a correlation between when you have like a viral infection and get cankers. No, I know that. Okay, okay. I'm talking about the biting your teeth. Yes, thing. injury that sounds a little sci-fi. Oh no, no, no! Read about cankers. It actually how um, hard are you biting your mouth? They can be caused by um, trauma. trauma. Exactly, localized so it, trauma. It could be a lo- it could be a bite. Are these you know, open wounds? Um, probably to some extent, or it could be how like drinking. Sharp are I've your also teeth? heard drinking hot. Uh, if something's too hot, that can also cause them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just have a sensitive mouth. I should just stop drinking lava. You should stop drinking yeah. lava. It's, it's hard to get. the breakfast of champions. I got to yeah. say, the source, yeah, to get lava, even online, you know, you can order anything online, but to order straight up magma I mean, they gotta a, keep it in hot. a drink form, they I have mean, to how, put it How in. are they going to ship that? Yeah, exactly. You know? Um, it's and a burgeoning also, market the container it, itself is, yeah, it's really difficult. But Plus, it'll kill you. But you know, pyroclastic flow. You open that shit up and it just chases delicious. you down a mountainside. It does. Forget sunny delight. Man. It's great for testosterone, mental oh, yeah. health. It clears hair everything. Follicles. That's that's how I got rid of cancer. Actually, that was my secret. That was the lava. Just drink magma. Congratulations. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Um. Yeah. Don't. Please don't try that. Yeah. Don't. Don't actually. Well. Yeah. Who's gonna fucking buy? Uh, and don't you, ever tell someone it. that you listen to this show and that's how you got the idea. All right. Just, I'm just, not getting sued over this, people. I mean, there are millions of people out there waiting to sue us right now. Barack Obama, please. Barack. Protect yourself. Don't Please, drink magma. Don't do it. But keep keep with the fan milk. Yes. We love that. So tell us about your mouth. Yeah. So I so I I had a a botched root canal Ugh, condition. I, I had this. I, I had a shiver of pain just because I heard of that. Pain. Yeah. 
starring <laughs> just winging it so like years ago years ago i had this like uh, issue where i had like an abscess kind of out of nowhere on, on my on tooth number 12 which i don't know what that is oh but wow that's interesting is. yeah so tooth I, I number in, 12 that'll get you man yeah that's it's always number one. 12 yeah the do- the dodecaphony and this guy was like uh you know the dentist. This guy. This dude. This guy. The dentist. Maybe was your like, first uh, problem is that you're just seeing some guy to look at your I'm teeth. Just walking you know? around with my mouth open. Yeah, like, exactly. Can somebody help, please. <laughs> it was so painful, and I go. I go to a dentist, and first off, he was like, "When was the last time you were at a dentist?" And I was like, "I, I have no record of it." And he's like, "Yeah, I can tell because you're going to be here a while." Do you not go for like any annual? annual well, I just took, actually I took six like, months is what you're supposed to do. Yeah, well, I go every three months now because I'm on the mm. uh, I'm on like the high maintenance plan. Yeah. Because I just have bad, like genetically, like my mom had teeth issues. I just had oh, teeth issues. Oh yeah, but I also didn't go to the dentist for like maybe ten years. So that'll, I just like that'll do stopped. It. It'll put you in some debt. It's like I think I'm okay, you know. <laughs> and then I go in, and he's like, "Yeah, you have a lot of." Cavities. That's what they do in England, I think. Right? They don't. Do they go to dentists? Oh, oh sorry, we've got some <laughs> right. They do. We've got some, uh, we've got UK, some UK listeners who are the UK. Be pissed off about that. I have to say, the Europeans that I know, and specifically the no, English but they really do. They look at dentistry much differently. Yeah? Do they really have a different? Oh, I had standard? read a New Yorker article about this. That like they, um, I guess it wouldn't be fair to say they laugh at how we approach it because I actually don't know. I'm just imagining, you know, we French. Like our teeth well, to in be this dirty. case, I'm imagining, you know, a French person with a cigarette just laughing at. Right. Us. Um, but yeah, I guess in the amount of um, energy that we put into dental hygiene, someone, you know, again, call in and correct well, me if I'm cu- wrong. I'm sure here. it's our cuisine. I, honestly, at the end of the day, I I, I doubt people 500 years ago. No, actually, no. They they didn't have teeth. Maybe it's just us. <laughs> they had teeth five hundred years ago. Yeah, what are but, you they, talking but they. But about? I mean, but I feel like. Well, I don't. There's no photos, but I feel like most of the you know anecdotal evidence suggests that they had you know terrible dental health. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And like scurvy and things like that, which is problematic. Yeah. You but know, anyway, go go on. With anyway, yours, well, yeah. I'm not quite at that level. But I, I went in and he but was like, "Well, we got to do a root canal." That's true. <laughs> yeah, we don't have like terrible teeth, but, but <laughs> we, we, you know, there's there's like there's people in the world who have like just a. I, I think I have I think I have acidic saliva. That's that's my. Oh, I want, I bet I have that too. That would make sense for the canker. You probably do for the canker sores. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Is that why when I drool onto the desk, it just burns a hole right through? Yeah, it's I've like, never connected that. It's like the deck of the Nostromo and. Shit! Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Well, I've, an, thankfully, you know, I've really got my drooling under control now. So. <laughs> That's true. Finally. Yeah. Um, but so, like, so we did a root canal, but it, it's been a, a long time since that happened, and um, and it was asymptomatic. But when I went in for my last cleaning, they were like, "Hey, you know, this looks like there's some inflammation going on mm. here." And they took an X-ray, and they're like, "Oh, I think, uh, you know, we need to redo the the root canal." Oh. And I was like, "Oh my!" And they God, had that done sounds it. Fucking terrible. This was no. It was a substitute dentist that was there uh, for the for my normal guy. I'm actually very good friends with our normal dentist. He listens to the show actually. Yeah, Tom Bjornson. Do you also guy. have a side hobby of dentistry? I do. I, I dabble somewhat. You know, my family history of poor dental health. I almost said mental health. I guess that counts. Yeah, has led me to this point. Yeah. Um. But he. Uh. Anyway. So so this the substitute dentist was like, you know what? Uh, let's do an X-ray. We'll take it out. And he looked at it and he was like, "Well, this could go either way. It might still be a salvageable with just a filling. Mm-hmm. So we'll have you in. We'll do the filling." So I got the filling done, and he's like, "You know, I can see the nerve as I'm doing Ooh. this. So like, I'm I'm not feeling like this is a great idea. But we'll keep an eye on it. You know, if the symptoms the symptoms will tell you what to do next. The symptoms told me within <laughs> about a five minutes that this was a Agony. fucking bad situation. Uh-huh. I'm like walking home and I'm like, oh, my face is paralyzed right Ugh. now. So I like called for the uh, root canal appointment to have the other one taken out and then have a new one put in. And they were like, Shit. you know, it's going to be a week. So this week has been bad. Between that and the ass pain 
from an ass pain. And through all of this, you can't get real pain meds, as we've talked about. Right, exactly. So I'm just, I'm taking, so, I, I hope I still have a functioning, what, 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 is, what does ibuprofen destroy or Tylenol? They destroy something. Does it? Oh, it's in your stomach, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about apples. Either. Once we'll, again, neither we'll of there. us know anything about. But the moral of the story is uh, is we can't talk or function. But and we're gonna we both this have is a, gonna be a good saliva. episode, though. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of talking, I have to remember to do this um, and play a sound for you. Oh yeah, uh, I love that. I mean, it sort of relates, right? Let's see if this works. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna show you what it is yet because okay. I want you to okay. actually guess. All right. So you listening? Oh, I'm listening. All right. Turkey. I'm gonna play it again for you. Hold on. Okay, it sounded less like a turkey that time. What is that? That is my son eating food. <laughs> <laughs> when I approach him now with a spoon of food, he makes... I'm going to play it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you know what it is. Actually, you can even see it as you watch. Ready? Oh, my God. That's so fucking cute. Lunging oh my God. at the food. What I was, yeah, what I was yeah. hoping you would say is a zombie because, like, that's all that I hear every time I well, hear it sounds that like sound. the, He sounds like the uh, the monsters from Critters, like yeah. an 80s horror movie or something like that. Uh, so this is just – yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, But the, the, the weird thing is – that's so cute. We don't know where this came from. Like, we've never, you know, obviously, he's at an age now. He's 15 months. He mimics every sound he hears. Right, right. To the point where we also... And you guys are notoriously fastidious eaters, let me oh, say. Oh, absolutely. Just... We don't make a peep. No. So so we're we're confused. He also will make sounds if he just hears, like, a weird sound, like a chair move or something. He'll be like, fuck that! No, he'll try to mimic the sound. It's so cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's like a liar bird. So he's very, um, what the fuck's that? Uh, min... <laughs> I don't know. A liar Auditorially bird? responsive. Yeah, the, the liar bird. You know the, that's the liar what I bird? meant. I said, what is that? Oh, the liar bird. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do, do you know Do you know what that is? <laughs> no, that's why I asked. Oh, my God. Everybody, that, everybody listening says, to this. What is that? That's yeah, what that's, well, You know what? Everybody listening to this, just turn this off. But before you do, oh, God. look up the liar bird Can you give me like the, the cliff notes version of this? Yeah, so liar as in the ancient Roman harp instrument, like L-Y-R-E. And okay. it's a bird, and I think it's in the peacock family, and it has one of the most ridiculously developed it's not just a bird that flies around and says you're not fat <laughs> yeah right, right, right. you're special <laughs> um it's a it's a bird that has this incredibly overdeveloped vocal box and uh-huh. it can mimic things that aren't oh. even actual animal noises like yeah. they're like you can tell a lot about the environment that they're in by yeah. the sounds that they make so like they incorporate deforestation noises so you can oh, find wow. videos on youtube of them doing these completely pitch accurate chainsaw so they actually like record things. sounds basically they, they basically record and playback sounds that's amazing and, and their voice boxes are so, their larynxes are so wow, developed so that's that they what can, luke is they, you can sound exactly like a human they can have like parrot talk that sounds like really oh my god like you know what this human. means what? Luke came into contact with the zombie. He did. That's the only way. So, so he's a liar bird imitating the zombie. That. So, I mean, I have so you the, noticed any zombie activity? Lately? Uh no. But what it did get me thinking about is, you know, naturally, I think about him being a zombie, right? That's true. <clears throat> because so he doesn't. What look happens like one. is you you bring the thing even close to him, and he's like ready to fucking he's pounce like, on. <laughs> yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and of course I then laugh cause like I can't not when so he makes that. Cute. It's so And then cute. when they open their mouths really wide and you yeah. hear their like soft palate go. Right. <gasps> and then he just like smirks after cause he sees me laughing at it. He's like, and he keeps doing it. Yeah, exactly. Give it to me. But then of course it got me thinking and I wanted to raise this on the show. Uh, what would you do if, if, uh, you know, the worst happened and your kid turned into a zombie? Wow. Um, what would I do? <laughs> I know this shit just got real. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking about when that has happened in film and literature <laughs> I thought and you were going to say when that's happened to well. me before in my life <laughs> in the past so, you, so you're saying like would, would I still love 
my child. I'm just asking, what would you, what'd you do? What would you do in that moment? What would I do? I, w- I would probably put him out of his misery. Yeah? Do, would you have I, it in I, you to it, do that? No, so here's the thing. Is it, it depends, well, see, this, The Walking Dead fucking deals with this I exact know, situation quite like a 10 bit. times, okay? I, I think I'd, I'd go with the Herschel approach and just lock him up somewhere and hope that a there's barn? like a cure Well, or that's something. what I'm saying. So, so yeah. okay, so this is all predicated upon society being so far gone that there is no cure coming, okay? If this happens in the so if this I'm, happened today, yeah, I'm wondering. In oh a, yeah, in a I would keep context. that kid alive, and I would try, and I, I, would, I, would, I would find some sort of a facility. I would be like, oh, I saw it. In this context, if you did that, that would be a bit much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like no, right. th- like we have zero. We've seen you know fiction, right? right. But like we have no knowledge of this thing. <laughs> Suddenly, your kid's acting up. He has, has a like, fever and bites somebody. Red eyes. Like, he bites. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> just get him. The undead. But I mean. To be fair, I'm saying full out, you know, is like lunging at you, trying to bite you, has the red eyes, has like a... The tropes you know, of it's zombieism. Not, yeah, 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 exactly. It's not just one or the other no, factor. I would, I would lock him in the bathroom and then I would have, I would call the police for assistance and I would tell them the situation and then I would probably call a hospital. Animal control. I would call animal control. I would get some turkeys. Yeah. Um, but, but if society is too far gone, then I would not want him to live in that suspended state of horror because but how would you ever be be sure that that is what like that a that there isn't a cure b that that's what it is and it isn't just like a new virus that came out that you know oh he'll get over it in a week but i'm saying there's like no infrastructure there's no humanity anymore like we're living in the woods and it's just like our family i still don't know if i'd be able to do it i don't know either i might just fucking give him one final hug let him bite me in the fucking jugular and oh and you go over well i'll be zombies yeah yeah but i mean you you because how do we know what that existence is like well that's true maybe it's not awful Maybe it's like, you know, we often talk about the good old days when we didn't have technology and all this stuff. It was just about survival and, you know, <laughs> we, never, we never talk about that as the good old days, actually. Yeah, that sucked. Um, but there is something beautiful about the simplicity of that, just roaming around, you know, walking around well, here's the every thing. day, I, getting I, a ton I, of steps in and, and eating some brains. <laughs> it's getting a ton of steps in. I don't, I feel like zombies don't have any agency. And I think that if you don't have control over your destiny, that you are living a subhuman living. life to a degree. Yeah. And I think that that's wrong. And and that's a, a big reason why I feel like we have to change our incarceration practices yeah. in this country. Oh, so I, true. I think that it, we are dehumanizing people. Yeah. And I think, but if if somebody is innocent and on death row, obviously that is well, a, a complete hellish easy. existence, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's not this situation, right? Because in that situation, there is some hope that there will be something will be overturned, you know, that somebody right. will get and out, it's that black they'll have and a white. It's clear that, that, you know, they're right. wrongfully accused or whatever. Right. Well, I mean, but even when it's not, I mean, yeah. even even if somebody is there for twenty years languishing, like there is still that hope that you know I'm functioning in a society, even though that society is turned against me. Right. I might have a lawyer come up and, and have this overturn on DNA evidence at some point or something. Something could happen. Mm-hmm. But um, in a world that has collapsed, and there is no hope, and this person is not only living uh, out in the open doing anti-human activities like cannibalism Mm -hmm. but also having no support or protection you know from the ravages on his own body as an undead person yeah living a life where they have no control over themselves other than their basest instinct which is to destroy other people and spread this virus i think you could make the case that that is actually a worse than vegetative state because at least in a vegetative state somebody is in a something of a state of repose you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in a zombie state can finally get some sleep, <laughs> right? Yeah, when the, it'd, be, it'd be great for like a couple uh, days, just a couple days. And, I'd, and I'd a take a couple state, days, though, you know, you don't even have state, that. and then want to wake up. Yeah, be like, okay, I'm done. 
Yeah. But like, but zombies, like, not, not only do you have no control over yourself, but you're also at the beck and call of horrible things that you would feel ashamed of if you were not a zombie. But and you I, don't feel I, shame because you are a zombie. That's true. That's well. That's so, true. That we know. know, but we don't know because they're unable I, to I communicate. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I, I actually I do agree. I'm playing devil's advocate to some extent. Yeah. But all that even being said, there's something about the actual act of putting that kid out of its misery, the zombie, that I don't know if I, ha- I would have it in me to to actually do. How would you do it? If I if I did build Here, up the well, here's the question: How would you do it? Let's let's say you got <clears throat> to the point. Let's say everybody else is gone except for your immediate family. Mm-hmm. Okay, because we got to keep it a little bit complicated. Everyone that we know of. Okay, everybody else in the world has been decimated by this horrible virus. Many of them are still roaming around, wow. and the only people that are left are you, Luke, Bethany, and Grace. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bethany and Grace are unaffected. Okay. Not immune, but they have not been bitten yet because you've been taking extraordinary lengths to keep Luke stationary and being wheeled around in a bamboo cage that you built, okay? You don't <laughs> have any... You, well, because he might snap at you when you don't realize oh, it. Oh, okay. Infect, so this is already... Grace, he's already right? been bitten in this. Yes. Okay, yeah, this, okay. <laughs> you're not just, just keeping him in a cage. <laughs> like, like, well, we do that too. Him, I guess, yeah. No, but, but I mean like... But this is, this is, this is far into the disease. Okay, this fine. Three, Got three, it. Three months I'm into with you. it. Three months into it. Yep. You don't have firearms. Uh-huh. You don't have any ammunition anyway. Uh-huh. You don't have access to anything in society. But you and Bethany have decided after talking about this with Grace that you're ready to make the decision yeah. to end his undead life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How would you do it? Uh, I think I'd have to let Grace do it. You would let... <laughs> oh, my God! You would set up a fucking Cain and Abel thing. <laughs> no, she'd finally have the chance to take him out, you know? It's, <laughs> it's like, like, this, this is, is actually Playmobil! It's, yeah, it's a good setup for what the topic we'll eventually yeah, get Yeah, to I think that's exactly sharing. It's like, finally, I don't have to share with him anymore. Uh, no, let's see. How would I do it? Keeping in mind that the only way, uh, at least historically, in yeah, fiction, is to the brain. sever their brain, right? It's to what about fire, though? Because that also could be, oh, man, that's awful. Yeah, but what if that doesn't do it? Shit. Because as we've seen in many things, yeah. including The Walking Dead, fire does not necessarily kill brain activity. I guess, uh, I, I mean, I'd have to just look for, you know, a sharp object that is of sufficient weight that I could just put it right through his head and get it done. Through his eye? Uh, I, I would pick between his eyes, you know? I think I think that's the that's right thing to do. That's a fucking hard spot. You're right. And if body, you don't get it right? all the way, it's that's more miserable. Although he's right. a zombie, so he probably doesn't really feel the pain. But uh, what if he does and he can't express it? Uh, this is what I... All right, I have to go with the assumption that I can build up the courage to do this. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. It'd have to be between the eye. Through the orbital socket. Fuck! What would you do? I don't. I fucking. Have, I have a stomachache thinking about right? this. Right. I, w- I would probably have to. Do Again, that too, I don't think. Th- I don't think I could do it. Even if I built up the courage to say, "Okay, I'm going to do this," I would go to do it, and then I'd stop short. You know what I mean? Because I just can't. It's not. It wouldn't be possible. <sighs> There's something God. in a parent that just like would make that impossible. I think. Yeah, I, I, it would definitely make it. Uh, but it's also, you know, people make decisions that are not quite as direct a lot in terms of life support. You know. Yeah, I mean, like you, you do, true. you do sometimes but, have to make that. Call. Okay, but imagine in that situation of life support, you knew someone was not going to come back for sure. Mm-hmm. If you actually had to fucking kill them, I know, right? Then you wouldn't see people doing it, right? right? You know what I mean? Like there'd be a segment of people who are sociopath who would do it, but other than that, <laughs> they'd be like, "I'll do it." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but other than that, people wouldn't do it. So maybe actually that's the. Oh no, but we're the only people. I was going to say find somebody else to do it, but no. Right, you can't. 
Well, maybe I could arrange some kind of structure where I knew Luke would walk directly into it. Oh, my God, it. like a Rube Goldberg device. And um, like- <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. Well, that's a fucking terrible <laughs> But thankfully, uh, this is, you know, we'll, we'll never actually encounter that. Again, I'm, really, I'm thinking... I'm, I'm knocking on wood here. If, I'm also, wood. If, if everybody else is gone, I mean, we got two ways we can go with that, okay? Either we can actually say Bethany and I are going to start humanity again. Even though, look at the fucking shit <laughs> that Darling, they're going to have to... let's get down to business. The odds. I mean, come on. Right. First of all, yeah, we'd have to actually be able to keep everybody alive long enough to support a baby. Then we'd have to deliver the thing on our own. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I just man. heard a That's, story. Yeah. I just heard a story. Someone on his way to the hospital in a snowstorm that happened a couple days ago. Zombies? Um, not zombies. Okay. He, uh, so this is out to this dad who I don't know who he is, but it was local. Um, so on his way... He can see the baby's head oh coming God. out, okay? During and, a snowstorm. Uh, I think it was like, I don't know if it was amidst the like worst part of the storm, but the point is he's on his way. For the purpose of the story, we'll say that it was For the purpose wind. of the story, exactly. He was exactly. outside naked. He calls 911. They calmly walk him through delivering the baby. He delivers the baby, and it is not breathing. Oh, my God. The umbilical cord is around oh its neck. Oh, no. The operator calmly walks him through, giving the baby CPR. And then the baby starts to cry again and Holy scream. Shit. And he's just like, can you fucking imagine? Wow, man. So anyway. Um, this is an intense that's, episode. That's what I might face if I, and I don't have a 911 operator to call. Right, so, right. so I have to, the odds, okay, of doing that, having a baby successfully, and then keeping a baby who can't do shit. And meanwhile, you got a zombie kid over here too during this whole thing, right? You have. Well, I'm operating on the assumption that I've already taken care of that problem. Oh, so that zombie's gone. Yeah, okay. so I'm saying if I were to, this hypothetical situation, if I were to go on and try to rebuild, okay, we'd have to go through all that. Alternative <laughs> is not kill Luke. Just face the fact that we're all going to die. Do it in a way that, you know, maybe we all drive into a fucking river or whatever it is. Yeah, but that wouldn't kill the zombie. Um, oh, shit. All right, fine. I'd still have to kill Luke. No, no, actually, never mind. No, this alternative scenario is whatever. We're just going to become zombies. Deal with it. Because everybody else is. What That's if it's true. like in some of the George A. Romero movies where the zombies actually do have, like, they start to... And some of them, yeah. Um, they, they Socialize with each other right. and... Yeah. Or there's been more movies recently where, like, you know, zombies have romances and shit. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Who knows? So exactly. you know what? Maybe we don't have to do anything. So I'm not killing Maybe we my can kid. Just wing I am it. not killing my zombie kid. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Buddy. I think I'm okay saying I would not do that yeah. either. Fuck it. I mean... But, you know, it's something It's something that is... It's worth working through, I yeah. think. Yeah. You it know, is. As a thought I mean, I would feel bad for Grace because, like, for me and Bethany, we've lived, you know, a decent life, and we could just turn to zombies or whatever. Grace, you know, she's never not got to experience that. Um, I feel right. bad for Luke, but he's already gone. Right. right. In this situation, but so, Grace, and Grace is too young to be really yeah. self-sufficient. She's not going to hunt and forage. No, you know? it's true. Yeah. Although she, she you know, well, maybe she she's, would. she's three now. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, sharing. Should we transition? Yeah, I think so. Um, let's not share zombie uh, juices with each other, for starters. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. Um, to be fair, this this whole zombie thought experiment is not based in reality. Right. We are not actually having come to this decision. So it's true. You know, we're, we're okay. But I do have to say the kids have been acting a little bit like zombies lately. Yeah. Tell me more. Started, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, John. Uh, I have a poop story. You've got to do the poop story. I have to do this. It's been too long. I have a poop story. So let's pretend we okay. didn't just so start we're gonna, our sharing we're gonna segment. Just... That's why you never heard the music that cues the transition, because I haven't right. put it in yet, right. buddy. Right. You know, John plays that every single time on instruments, actually. That's actually him sitting in a room. Yeah, when it, it gets to that point of the episode, he just gets his fucking instruments out. I don't even know that. 
<laughs> All right, just, keep, just go with the poop story, yeah, please. So, uh, please. So this was uh, during this last weekend, which was just a wonderful vacation, you know, kind of desperately needed. another. Even though I've only been back for a week, it was nice to have a long weekend, Martin Luther King Day. Yep. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, which is hard to say with a root canal issue. Uh, I'm not even going to try. We, so uh, this this weekend, on Sunday morning, my singing singing gig was canceled. So we had this Thankfully. like really nice, relaxing snowstorm Sunday morning, and mm. you know we were kind of like playing games, and we were up early just doing a lot of stuff and just having so much fun and drawing and having a great time. And then I was like, oh, we didn't change Henry's diaper, you know, because usually you do that first thing in the morning. Yeah. We were like having so much fun, we didn't even stop and do that. So I was like, oh, it's okay. I'll just do it quick. You know, Mike is upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jude's doing his own thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to make him, like, lay down. I'm just going to, like, just, I'll, I'll follow him around. I'll get the diaper. You know, I'll, I'll change it quick. You know, while he's doing something. So I, like, yeah. gave him something to read, you know. And he's just, like, standing there, you know, whistling. And I'm, uh. <laughs> whistling? <laughs> he, he Does he usually whistle while you change his diaper? <laughs> it's, it's just a beautiful pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tapping his foot, you know. But, but so I, like, I like go to do it, and I, and I unlock the diaper, and. Do you the actually most... use the padlock, right? Is it a combo I'm or doing the combination, the combination lock. Okay. I get the wire cutters out because I forgot the yep. combo. Mm-hmm. I'm like... <laughs> yep. So the diaper's um, unlocked. The, the diaper has been deactivated. <laughs> and it and it, and it's so heavy. And I'm like, oh my God. And then it just all comes out. <laughs> oh, there no. was no indication that he had pooped, keep in mind. I mean, typically the morning diaper is just tons and tons of fucking urine because oh, yeah. he drinks right before bed, right? Yeah, of course. But there's not usually poop in the morning. No, there and isn't. if there is, like, you know there's poop. I mean, you can smell it, right? Yeah. There was well, no... although if it happened early in the night, at that point, the smell is dissipated and it's just like the crust of a poop. Yeah, that's, that's not what left. this was. Okay. This was a fucking hot, steaming <laughs> mountain of <laughs> oh, shit. So it because, like... because he had pooped and it was after it was filled with pee, so at that point, there's, no... exactly. there's nowhere for I think it to that's... go. Or maybe he peed a lot and then he did a poop that was long ago enough that it would have been dry, but it was rehydrated no, by I the think, amount of urine. I think it was urine. a fresh poop after all but the urine. it didn't smell. Oh, that is interesting. So what I'm saying is it was a very complicated dynamic. Yeah. And, the, and the diaper was full to the absolute exploding point. Yeah. And I didn't know that until I had already unlashed the thing. <laughs> so like, so it starts coming off and it's just falling so fast to the ground because oh, there's so no. much shit in it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's one of those moments again where it's complete slow motion. And I'm like watching yep. this diaper that is so overflowing with shit falling. And I'm looking at Jude, <laughs> who's like sitting next to us coloring. And I'm looking at Henry, who's like, oh, 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 oh. He's like looking up at me, and then I look back and I see the diapers like still falling. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm doing the calculus. I'm like, Micah's not anywhere near me right now, and this is Thankfully. about to get bad. I'm looking at it still falling. I'm like, there's a fucking carpet underneath this. And I'm thinking, it's the shag carpet. That <laughs> if we she have. was near you, she would just be, idiot. She'd be like, <laughs> it's a shag carpet. It's like oh, our like mid century shag carpet. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I've never tried to clean poop out of a shag carpet. And meanwhile, I'm looking at the diaper still falling, and I look up, and there's shit all over his butt that's coming out, <laughs> going down his legs, and he's still going, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And then it hits, oh, and it just man. explodes. Oh, I can imagine the, the slow motion hit of it. It just bounces on just the floor. Flock, and then, exactly. And, and like, so much poop goes into the shag carpet, and it's covered up immediately by the face. white shag. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. Well, thankfully, it wasn't on my face yet. It was all over Henry's butt, all over his legs, his shirt, his oh. pajama pants that I had only taken off part way. You know, so there's just shit in the pajama pants, there's shit on the socks that he was wearing, there's shit on him, there's shit the all over the carpet. sag carpet, the hardwood floor that uh-huh. was there. And I, meanwhile, I'm like, this is still an active event. This yeah. is still like, I don't know if this has been contained. Right. And he's still like, um, th- this can be more poop coming out. So I'm like trying to move him to go change 
to lay him down to like get this under control. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jude's like, and he's standing up to go get shit, literally. And I'm like, Jude, get away from the carpet because he can't see it because he's covered you by the just, shags. That's when Micah comes in and she just decks you know, Jude out of the way. She drop kicks him yeah, and then she just leaves. She's like, I'm done with this family. And I'm like screaming uh, for Micah's help because I'm like, this is such an out of control. So I just need, I need some. Of- I just need help in this situation. So she, so she's like, "What the fuck?" I went upstairs for one minute, right? And she's coming downstairs, and she just immediately is like, "This is just There's out of poop control." Everywhere. So I have Henry on the stair because this happened right, right next to the stairs. I'm like, have him balanced on the staircase. There's shit everywhere. I had to take his pants and his socks off, so now he's completely naked, and he's now slamming his legs into the poop because he's <laughs> laughing about it, and he's like fucking as hard as he can, going fuck. Thwack. I'm like, Henry, please stop doing and that. And it's splashing And Jude's still time. walking over to the fucking carpet. I'm like, Jude, just don't do that. He's got poop and footprints he's like, as he goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Micah's like, well, I don't see any. I'm like, just look at the carpet. And she fucking lifts it up and just tons of shit starts coming. <laughs> and so we throw the carpet out. Long story short, oh, no. we hose it down and then we just leave oh, it outside for the garbage people. That's so sad. Um, and, you know, and we kind of clean up as much of the mess as we can. We get him in the shower. Did you roll up Henry in the carpet and throw it all <laughs> like, out? Just take, take all of it. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it was just one of those messes where it's just, you know, like as it's happening, you're like, oh, my God, this is the next 35 minutes of my yes. life. You know that feeling? Oh, I do. It's like, the worst. When you go to, even just when, when you had some change. control over it and could have prevented it. Which yeah. I'm not sure you could have in that case, but it was completely that's scentless. the worst. I just don't under, I don't understand what happened. Mm-hmm. And of course he's like laughing about it, and I'm also I'm also laughing too because it's oh, like how why am I going to get angry? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. we're all it's fucking it's hilarious. I mean, and it's, it's like laughing so hard. <laughs> and Micah comes down and she's like not laughing, and then she and then she kind of like gets it, and she's like, okay, this is actually pretty fucking oh my funny because it was just like it went from the most like Edenic, perfect little sp- yep. just snowy Sunday morning where we're playing board games to our we're throwing out furniture <laughs> and our child is thrashing. <laughs> In feces. The pristine snow is suddenly splashed with poop, you know? <laughs> and then there's just this carpet. You know, we did hose it down so they weren't going to be picking up, like, raw shit. But, like, <laughs> they probably have done that, too. They probably have done that, too. Anyway, yeah. thank you, garbage people. I appreciate wow. your service. Thank you for your service to our, to our country. Thank you for your service. And uh, that's that's my poop story. Anyway, and now sharing. the transition. So, sharing. This, so I want to I open this up. Now that we have, up. like, ten minutes left. I want to open this up with, with a, a very brief sort of example of what I'm talking about. Yes. And I want to hand it off to you. So this was the week that this became a problem. Mm. It's been a little bit of a transient problem in the past. Remind our listeners like how old the kids are. 28 and 6. Yep. No, Sharing so is Jude, Jude, is, Jude is 5. Get, he's probably, I guess he's 5 and a half now, and Henry is 2. And uh, they are now, Henry has now grown up enough that he is actually really playing with the same toys that Jude plays with. Yeah. So Jude went from having... All of the toys basically to himself, except for like the dumpy baby ones that neither of them have ever the cared about. Baby you know, like the dumpy baby ones. Which nobody wants that. Nobody ever cares about that thing, you know. Yep. Um, but like to now, Henry plays with them and also accessorizes them, you know, like their Legos and Playmobil Aww. toys. Like, you know, uh-huh. and, and so like they're fighting over resources. They're fighting over who gets to like which, which Ghostbuster gets to wear the dress, which one wears the proton pack. They're fighting over, you know, which kneecaps, like who gets mm-hmm. to use which knee pads on the scooters. It's like it's becoming. So it's sharing. It's, uh, it's like the material stuff, but it's also the decisions, right? Like, no, he shouldn't wear that kind of thing. Yes, it yeah. is. And it's, yeah. a, it's a power thing. Yeah. And this it was not more clearly illustrated than this simple thing that just happened. So Jude wears this Spider-Man watch all the time. 
which is it was a. Was, I, I remember you wearing it for a little while. Well, you, no, the, well, that was that was the one that I was Christmas wearing. Or something? No, that was the one that I was wearing in response to the one that he wears all the time. And then, oh. he, and then he's getting he or Henry. Oh, here we go, sharing again. Yep. Whichever one wants it will get the one that I that I had been wearing while my watch was getting Got fixed. It. But, Got it. But that's an adult watch, so they're not going to wear. It. But you'd had this really cute kids version of it that he wore to school. That's every day. the watch you'll pass on. That's when I'm dead. My twenty dollars GameStop Spider Man. Somebody watch. will have to hide it in their ass at some they, point. Yeah, um. So so Jude's watch broke. Long story short, and it's it's done this a number of times, and I fixed it, and we've been gluing it, and you know. But he's an active kid, and the watches are going to break, right? Mm-hmm. So like naturally, so we kind of lost that battle, and the final straw was like one of the rubber bands on it just snapping, and I was like, you know what? Let's pick out a new watch. Like I'll, I'll we'll, we'll take out my phone, we'll go on Amazon together, you know, we'll scroll through, we'll go on and we Amazon. Can find, we can I love the one. the you know the difference nowadays. It's like used to go out to the watch shop or whatever <laughs> yeah, to the local watcheria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Look at them together. You know the fun of picking out something and now yeah. it's like let's go browse Amazon I know but it, it is fun which is interesting oh I'm, I'm you know? totally there it, with it, you it's yeah. something that I love like, it. when you say it it sounds kind of alien and cold no, but, but it's, it's actually an experience and it's fun twice because you get the experience of looking for it and then you get to open it right which is where I'm going Right. So <laughs> so when we ordered his we picked out his watch which to be fair is fucking amazing it's a projector watch, so it, it, it can do movie screen, you know, Nuh-uh. movie scenes. Yeah, it's fucking crazy cool. Like, I, I get it. It's an awesome watch. It projects watch, right? onto the wall. The wall, yeah. It's got a button movies, on it. Full length movies. Show, it, it just in, infinite entertainment. It's basically, you <laughs> it's know. It's got Netflix it's Netflix, Hulu, Voodoo Plus, you know. Holy crap. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, Hulu Plus? Hulu Plus, yeah, not Voodoo Plus. Just Voodoo oh, Voodoo a is a thing, yeah. Voodoo's actually great, because you can is get it? physical copies as well as digital copies. So that's actually really? what we're using primarily now. Oh, yeah. Does Netflix still do physical copies, too? I don't think so. But, but, but like, but for do. example, like, like we got First Man, which is an amazing movie that I was like, we're going to want to own this. Yeah. So I got it for, I think it was twenty two ninety five, and, and that comes with the actual Blu-ray, too. So you can watch it right now digitally. Mm-hmm. And you always have that, but then you'll get a Blu-ray in the mail. In and that's through Voodoo? It's through Voodoo, yeah. Go to Voodoo.com, <laughs> our sponsor, yeah. <laughs> I love Casper Mattresses. I'm broke. And they um, use Stamps.com to mail those to you, I I'm understand. sure they do. Yeah. They probably honestly do. Oh, absolutely. Who uh, wouldn't? So You can't beat it. So it's a cool watch, right? Mm-hmm. So this was last Sunday that this happened, the same day as the poop explosion. They were oh, not having these problems day. on Sunday. Keep in mind, that's three days ago, okay? Yeah. So we order the watch, and it's coming in, and you know, Jude is so excited to get it. And then like that night, this whole sharing stuff starts, and I'm like, fuck, we don't have a watch for Henry. Uh, and Jude's oh. going to get this watch in the mail, and it's going to be a catastrophe. And then I forgot about that. And then yesterday- <laughs> As we do as parents. You know, yeah, it's like, I was like, you, well, you just, we'll do You have like a it. minute to think about something and then move on. The box comes in the mail, and of course, Henry goes, oh, Henry! I'm gonna oh, open it. No. I'm gonna open it, what or I'll poop done? again. <laughs> and uh, you know, and Jude's like, "No, that's my watch." And so they're fighting over the box. And I'm like, "Fuck!" Because it really is just an amazing projector watch for Jude to replace his broken one. It's not like yeah. we just got a present for him; it was yeah. a replacement, you know. And Henry is like so crestfallen by this, and it's just the whole night is just falling apart. And Henry's screaming and crying and throwing things mm-hmm. and being really spoiled. But he's also two. Like I'm not gonna hold that against him. You know, he's, he's just learning that objects exist. Like you know, yes. I'm not gonna like be like, don't be spoiled about it. You know? Right. Um, and so I'm trying to find ways to like make it special because then Jude is of course wearing it and flaunting it everywhere he goes because it's a fucking movie projector watch. Why wouldn't you? You know, I mean, who wouldn't you know do that constantly? And Henry project. is just in a horrible place. So I so I like kind of improvise and I get Jude's broken watch which I hadn't thrown out yet yeah and I just like kind of tape it up and then I put it in the box that uh, his mail had come that's in. the nice thing about a two year old it's easy to outsmart yeah. him and he and so Henry opened so it dumb. and he was like so thrilled and then and then he definitely like kind of put two and two together and I was like <laughs> I was like okay let's just we'll, we'll go on Amazon minute. and so, so Henry so it, it didn't work 
No, it, 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 it appeased him in the short term. Okay, for like, like two minutes. He got minutes. the effort. He got the experience of opening mail, which at the end of the day is actually what he cared about. Uh-huh. He was able to open it up. Yeah. Right? And then I went on Amazon with Henry, and he picked out his watch, Aww. which is a sport edition waterproof model, which is very exciting. But it also projects. Active lifestyle. It does not have a projector. But the projector is like six feet. I mean, it, like Jude, Jude, he has to like use two hands to lift his wrist yeah, up when yeah, he wears yeah, it because yeah. it's like a fucking, fo- it's like a reel-to-reel movie player, you know? <laughs> so like Henry couldn't do that. But he, now Henry he has can load watch. the reels. But I have to say, it's been crazy, this sharing shit over the last two days. It has been a constant, very violent issue with our kids. Yeah. And I don't know what to do about it. Well, have you noticed issues with sharing in your household? I am now done talking because I've been talking for I mean, as minutes. usual, we're not going to actually talk about anything productive in terms of dealing with the situation. That's true. Um, but no, I'm just kidding. We might. We might get there. Uh, no, of course. This is definitely... So with Grace, um, there's two aspects to this. So she, you know... Obviously, we're dealing with younger kids. Grace is three. Luke is 15 months. And so as Luke gets older, like you said, he's been more into the stuff that Grace plays with. Right. Although he's kind of always been like, you know, interested in whatever she's doing. Right. And uh, at first, I would say it wasn't much of an issue because like it always was an issue in terms of Grace pulling stuff from him. Mm. But he wouldn't necessarily care when he was, you know, really little. And more recently, maybe the last couple of months... Um, he has started to go, mine, mine, you know, like, yeah. and, and really hold on to something. He's always mine. like, when he has something and wants it, he's always like, you can't get that it out of his is hand. Tenacious, isn't isn't it? it crazy? Yeah. Um, Do we lose that? I feel like proportionally, if I gripped as hard as Henry grips things, I would be breaking <laughs> walls. Don't you feel like we lose that? Oh, totally. Because like, it's to the point where you go to pull something from him and he, it lifts yeah, with he it. he goes off the ground. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know what's the, what the deal is there. I think you're right about that. Right? It's kind of like the ant thing. Can't an ant lift like 10 times yeah, its right. weight or whatever? Yeah, it's right. Like, it's like it's proportional strength. I don't understand it. But uh, so that happens. And then, you know, that's nasty because then Grace is trying to pull something from him and he's got it. Um, and then, you know, he gets really upset because he's now at the point where he will get more upset about it. And it's the cutest thing because he has like an attitude about it now too. Right. You know, where he like pulls it away and to the other side of his body. Um, Does he go, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm Or, yeah. Um, so, so it's wicked cute, but also, you know, then he starts to cry if Grace gets it and all that's that. so cute when they cry. So we've, we've tried to take, like, a, a light approach to this. Um, as we've often talked about, we're a big fan of Angela Lansbury and what she has yes. to teach on Oh, this. I looked her up, by the way. She is still alive, and she's still, she was I in know. Mary Poppins recently. But yeah. also, she is 97. Really? Yeah, or 94. Wow. Or no, Betty White's 97. Yeah, I don't think Angela Lansbury's that old. But Angela Lansbury's parents were born in the 19th century. Wow. Yeah, anyway, go on. <laughs> God bless her. Um, but no, and she's so, still such an active parent. You know, she's right? still writing blogs. Yeah, it's amazing. Right, yeah, podcasts. Uh, so Janet Lansbury has, you know, a lot to say about all of this. It has a lot of useful stuff to share, unlike us. And uh, I looked into her. Bethany has talked a lot about her approach to sharing, and I was interested in learning more yes. about that because, like, we've tried to implement some of it. For the most part, if I'm characterizing it correctly, um, it is a more sort of soft approach to it in that, particularly when kids are, you know, toddlers, um, like you alluded to, that they, they, they don't, like, grasp the concept, really. And so it actually is putting kind of an unfair expectation on them that they would ever think of, like, sharing as a positive thing. Because mm. they're, they're, they're entirely self-centered human beings, right? right? We know this. We see the way that they operate. Yeah, they're fucking um, sociopaths. They are, they, right? They, 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 like, literally actually probably would be on the scale of They sociopathy. don't understand if they hit you that that hurts right. or, like, you know, some of the things that they do. It's all, like, they're only capable of understanding their world right. as it is centered around them. 
Unfortunately, there are many adults who never escape that aspect of uh, humanity or, or get out of that um, phase. You know, our, tr- our president is an example <laughs> of that. Um, and so anyway, typically they, they will grow out of it. Right. Um, and so during that stage, though, it's kind of like counterproductive to think of to, to try to preach sharing. Right. Is what she says. Right. Um, and in fact, I think it was her that I read about this. Um, I think what happens is that they start to associate it really negatively. So hmm. if you're always just yelling, share, share, it's basically being equated as give the thing that you have to somebody else, right. you know, that you're playing with and enjoying. So like redistribution <laughs> like, of it. wealth. Yeah, right? you yeah. might as well just be saying, give that away, right. give it away, right. you know what I mean? You become Stalin. Yeah, and yeah. like the idea of sharing isn't understood as a positive thing. Right. Why would it be, right? So, you know, what, what, what we try to do is uh, encourage the generosity. So when we see it happen on its own, to actually from say, Luke, you're saying. Well, no, it's more so grace. grace okay, but right. actually, you know what? Now that I say that, Luke, surprisingly, here's the thing with him. This is also the control thing. And Grace was the same way as at this age. Mm-hmm. Um, a classic example: we try to brush his teeth. We can get like ten seconds in, and then he grabs it and he wants to do it himself, mm-hmm. um, which is adorable. And he actually like he enjoys it. But if we try to you know take it away again so we can really brush them, right? Um, he'll. You you know the vice grip. It, well, it becomes a weapon too, right? Exactly. You're like, oh my god, he has a fucking stick, right? Yeah. And you don't want to pull it too hard. And then like, have when it did backlash. he chisel it to a sharp point? <laughs> Is that exactly. a shiv? Yeah, I don't know how they learned that so yeah, young. Prison. But, uh, I guess it's a useful skill yeah. if, if you ever get survival you know, yeah, zombie exactly. apocalypse. Maybe that's what I'd end up killing him See? with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you think now? Yeah, exactly. Brush your brains. He he created the weapon that would destroy him. Yeah, uh, but he was already destroyed. He's a zombie. That's so, true. So the more you try to grab it, you know, the harder it becomes. Maybe this is a metaphor for how you deal with the situation, right? See? So instead, if I just, like, offer my hand out. So it's true that for for a little while, you know, he knows that that means I want it and that I want him to give it to mm-hmm. me. And he'll do the thing where he, like, takes it away and he's like, <laughs> uh-uh. Right, right. But eventually, you know, he'll I'll let him brush a little bit more and then he'll actually, he will hand it to yeah, me. Yeah, sure. Um, and oftentimes if Grace is trying to get something from him, what I've tried to teach her to do is, ask you know Mm -hmm. and i say it's actually even if you know i understand why like it's unfair um and that's the way she's looking at it that he's been playing with that toy for a while maybe it's her toy Mm -hmm. but i still say to her you know luke has it right now and it's up to him when he wants to give it to you um and then you know it doesn't always work by any stretch but when she does just like put out her hand he often will just give it to her so it's like it's right. totally a control thing. So you got to jujitsu that shit. Well, it's just that it changes. Right? Well, of course, because I'm not trying up, to. Up until this week, yeah, that yeah. was the way Henry was, and and that was a great arrangement for Jude <laughs> because because it was like, well, you know, if it's a Taking if it's advantage. a big problem, then like mom and dad will just kind of take it from him, and you know, it's okay. And if, and if yeah. not, then like he'll come around eventually. But he's not really like playing with it, playing with. It, so he'll move on within two minutes. But like, if if I have if I want the, the Peter Vankman is the issue. The you know the Bill Murray's character from Ghostbusters because right. he's they're both I their favorites, it. and they and they only have one Peter Vankman with the proton pack and the Playmobil set. Yeah, and it's a very coveted item. So it's like and, and the first thing that happens every day is is they basically try to find it so that they mm. can be the, be the one who gets like you know custody of it for the morning. <laughs> um, and this fucking Peter Vankman doll has been so problematic, and uh, and so like and last week when this would happen, it would be like Jude. I'll tell you what, like I just. Give it two minutes. He'll put it down, and then you can have it back. It's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. Um, or if Henry stole it from Jude, I'd be like, Henry, you can't steal from your brother. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. And if he wouldn't do it, I would just kind of rip it out of his hand. And yeah. I'd be like, you can play with it in a little while. It's going to be your turn soon, but it's Bubba's turn right now, you know. Yeah. 
Um, but this week that has ceased to like like they will scheme to get around each other so that like they can steal it while the other one's not looking. Or oh my god, Jude has been doing this shit that like I just I remember doing this too, and I probably still do it. Where he's like, he'll come up and he has this fucking look on his face, and be like Henry. I know you like Peter Venkman, but Egon has a much that's so smart better uniform, right? And look at this; he even can fit on the rocket pod. That's awesome. Egon can't do that because of his cape. Because of course, I mean, uh, you know, Peter Venkman can't do so it. That's so funny. I was going to suggest you do that because you know? if it's so coveted, why is it so coveted? Right? Like, how it, did they it get that? It, it, it doesn't work because because it's not about that. That's the right. thing. Is is like I, I you know I I will try to do that sometimes. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, like this is also really fun. Why don't you play with this for like three minutes and then I'll set a timer on the Alexa that'll go off and then we'll switch and it's it's everything's. Oh yeah, okay, I read about know? a timer thing too, which. I, I feel like, yeah, what's your experience with that, the timer? That approach? has actually really worked for yeah, us. Yeah, because they become really interested in the timer itself, <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's something that has sort of worked for us a little bit. I was skeptical of that one. Um, but, you know, but it, it's it's definitely, it's it's about the power now. It's not about the actual artifact. That's right. So, yeah. for, so another quick example of this is we found, which was pretty fucking cool, a Spider-Man Lego set in our attic. Mm-hmm. We were up in the racing room in the attic. And Henry was like, you know, kind of crawling around and he was like, he was like, what, what's this daddy? And I'm like, and I look back and it was like a present from one of their birthday parties that we had put away in storage last <laughs> yeah, year. And, yeah. and of course, and immediately I'm like, oh my God, I don't know which, I don't know oh. who that's for. And Henry's like, this is Henny's from birthday. Oh. And I'm like, I don't know, that might've been Jude's. And he's like, Henny, build it. And I'm like, fuck. You uh. know? <laughs> and Jude was downstairs. At the yeah. So, yeah, we go, yeah. so we go downstairs and of course, then they're fighting over this Lego set. And so then, then we get to the next stage, which is like, okay, you know what? It's got three mini bags in it. So I'll tell you what, we'll each build one of the mini ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we can all share after that. But like that way I felt like if you give them ownership of part of it, then yeah. like maybe that's a good way to kind of like, but of course like that didn't work. Cause then they were fighting over which bag. Each so what do you got. think about, I, I've tried to do this to some extent, like I said, is uh, taking the ownership piece away. Like, I mean, I know it's tough. Like birthdays is a is a perfect example where they know they got that as the gift, but like I don't know I, when I see that happen with Grace and Luke, um, who again they're at different levels, so yeah. this is like a much different equation. But like, you guys figure it out. Like, if obviously you got to step in if they're hurting each other or like pulling stuff from each other. I mean, that worked last week. It just doesn't work but this like, week so far. Maybe maybe it will. come up with ways. Even that creative way that Jude was doing it, like that's awesome. You know, he's like. He's actually trying to build up other stuff for Henry to be into. And yeah, but then, but it's that's also not bad, no, it? but that's not why he's doing it. He's doing it. Oh, I to know deflect. he's trying to. He's, he's, he's trying to right? manipulate the situation. Right, which is, which I get is it. like, which I'm, part of me is like, that's nice. But then it's like, but but Jude's like being a dick while that's happening. Like like he's like in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, and he's like he's he's literally manipulating his younger brother, who's not as world savvy as Jude is yeah, yet. Yeah, into getting something that's not actually what he wanted. Isn't that what he's we all do? But <laughs> that's so sad. Is that that is what we all do? Yeah, you're right. It is. You're right. I don't know. But, I guess but I, just, I do that as a parent. No, but here's the difference. Here's the thing. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. Yeah. There are here's obviously the there are the obviously thing. good aspects to it. Here's the thing. There are obviously good aspects of it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. I like that he's thinking more complexly like that and that he's trying to like give other options for Henry. Yeah. The difference is that when I do that to Jude or to Henry, when, yeah. when I try to like find where I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry that we couldn't do your birthday party, you know, on top of the Space Needle, <laughs> but like, but, but, you know, we can do it at CVS and they have long receipts and that's fun to play with. Right. You know? It's not quite that bad. It's not that fun. You know, but like when, when I do that, it's not for a gain for me. Because maybe it's to appease them so that they're not going to be yeah, jerks. Yeah, how is that but not like, a gain but, for but us it's, when we But do it's it. not like I'm not taking something as a result of that, right? Yeah. It's more like to be real 
This is what we need to do. So yeah. let's make the best of it. When Jude does it, he's literally just doing it to trick his brother into giving him the toy that they both want. Yeah. But he's more articulate because I mean, he's older. You know? Yeah, I get it. But again, I think the ownership thing, I don't know. I feel like we get stuck on this idea that they own anything. And I, I don't know. I feel like I want to avoid the idea that they, while it could be a gift for one or the other, um, if one of them's playing with it, like, sorry, deal with it. Like, they're. But here's the hard thing is that, you know, for up until now, yeah. everything, every, I mean, 95% of the objects in our household are Jude's toys. Right. Right? He has been here longer and he's gotten yeah. a shitload more stuff. And Henry has a lot of hand me downs. Uh huh. So. Jude is de- Jude is dealing with the ownership thing, right? Yeah. And I give him that spiel every time, like five times a day when this happens. I'm yeah. like, listen, you know, the iPad is mine, but like I have no problem playing games with you on that because it's something that we share because we're a family and we have right. shared resources. And like our house is our house. Our stuff is our stuff. Our cars are our cars. Like we're not going to, I'm not going to put walls up around what you can and can't do if it's just like playing with something that's there for all of us to use, you know? Right. So like so Jude intellectually gets that, but he's feeling the usurpment of his ownership of these things, yeah. right? And he's going to have to deal with they that. They already share a room. <laughs> they already share all this other stuff, and it's hard for him. Yeah, so I'm yeah, trying to be yeah. empathetic to his needs, which are like it is hard to deal with losing right. ownership of stuff And I think that five, part, that right? makes so much sense, like being a support, but also not giving into the idea that you're um, forcing the sharing. Right. I mean, in the case of Henry and, and kids who are younger, like toddlers, you know, the point that... Um, Lansbury makes is that they don't even understand the concept, so it's counterproductive to try to teach them. Right. At least in that direct way. But I way. think he does this week. I think that's what You changed. think Henry I does? Think, I think that is the actual thing that happened between Sunday and Monday. I think Henry understood ownership for the first time and was yeah. suddenly made aware of, oh, why are so many of my clothes- He understands what he wants, but he does not understand the value of sharing it with someone. I would, I, I think the concept that that is like a good thing to do- I don't know. That, Maybe not. I don't know. And, and like, I guess I'm, what I'm trying to say is, like, I wouldn't kill yourself. The, and the way I'm trying to approach it is not kill myself trying to, like, teach sharing at an age where they're not going to – it's just not going to happen. And you're – it comes back to the control thing where we think we have all this control and right, that our right, kids are being right. bad, especially not to mention if they're doing this with other kids, right, in school mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like, and it's natural. Part right? of me is exactly it's natural, and part of me is but like let them figure it out. But it's but but they hit each other. That's the thing. Well, then like, it, of course. So the hitting part that's that what I'm is saying, like, like it is not it is not what it has been this entire time. Yeah, like, it is not just kids bickering over toys. It right. is like a, it is like a real issue where they are screaming and pushing each other down yeah. and yelling. Yeah, and it's happening because Jude is losing power, and Henry is aware of the deficit of what he has in his life. Right, and he's trying to get that. And and I have tremendous empathy for both of those positions. Yeah, right? of I'm not looking at it like they're being spoiled brats, and I'm not looking at it like yeah. I need to interfere. But I'm looking at it like this is a very hard moment for both of them. Yeah. So like, as I'm going to try to emphasize the collectivization of our resources and trying to emphasize like you know go about it civilly, it's also just literally Micah and I, if we're making dinner, we'll have to stop what we're doing. Five times because something will crash over and they'll mm. be screaming and I'll walk in and, you know, Jude will have like, you know, he'll have kicked Henry, which he'll never do, you know, wow. yeah. and he'll have done it in retribution. And then Jude gets a timeout for that. And then Henry's screaming because he's already over it and he wants a toy. And then we take like the Spider-Man Legos, for example, are no longer in our immediate visible household. We put them back in the attic yeah. because we couldn't deal with it. It was yeah. like, it's just not, it's just not worth it. If you guys can't share this thing, then we're not going Destroy to destroy it. <laughs> so we've been doing that. We've been removing things that are particularly problematic. Yeah. And it. It does work, you know? Yeah. But it's just, I, I feel like for some reason we're right at this point, and I would love to hear people's thoughts on this who, whose kids are older than mine who have been through this. Like, 
I don't know how long this will last for. Yeah. But it's definitely not something that's like sustainable. So hopefully this is not going to be years of this. Yeah. But, They'll but figure just, it out. Because like right now it's crazy. It's not an enjoyable experience for them either. Right. So I feel like they have to be able to figure it out in some way that, you know, doesn't extend to the point where they're just every day having a miserable experience. Right. right. Just for their own. You know what I mean? You just kind of like deal with it in ways that... uh serve you as individuals i think right exactly um before we close i, I want to play one quick sound for you too just you know getting back on the sound train here yes so this was uh so i, I should point out that in addition to them having these sort of constant fights about sharing for mm-hmm. the first time they're also so much closer than they have ever been mm. which makes sense that those two things would go right. hand in hand right and that happened that's this, part of this it. week it's like yeah. this week they became really more well and i think it is the age with henry now where it's getting in moving away from um what's it called separate play or whatever side by side play parallel Mm -hmm. play to playing with each other exactly yeah and it's amazing and they're building forts it's amazing to see that change and they're but part of that is they're really in each other's direct space a lot more yeah so the resources now this is exactly what's happening yeah yeah they're they're really competing for I feel like you're going to go through a tough transition no matter what, and that, you know, it'll work out. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's not a good way of looking at it, but that's mine. But it is. I mean, it is. It's not going to be forever. But this this was them them during the snow day. (laughs) Are they blowing fart noises onto the window? Yeah. Do you hear Jude say, how do you do that? And Henry's teaching him how to make it. Look at them. Uh, It's the best, isn't it? So that that's perfect uh, yeah. a background or backdrop for the quote that I'll read from Lansbury as well. Angela, thank you for all this feedback. What, a, what an amazing um, She says, there are no villains or victims in toddlerhood, just children learning by experimenting with social behaviors. So again, it's like, you know, the yeah. spin that you put on things, um, it matters. And so like avoiding characterizing certain behaviors, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think I, I feel personally like there has to be limits to that because the hitting thing obviously crosses the line. But like they're just yeah, it's all social experiments for them, you know. Which like, is let's totally see what valid, right? Yeah. Right. And you're right. Maybe I should try to step back a little bit. I think I've been very good. I'm not about right that. about anything. I don't know what the hell I'm I, talking well, about. Well, Angela Williams is right about everything. You, I'm just telling you, you know, that's how I, I would just try. feel like. I, I feel like up until this week, we Micah and I have both been really good about that because they've always bickered about sharing stuff yeah. to some degree, and you kind of let them deal with it. And then if if they start crying, then you just sort of change the scenery and do something else, you right. know. It's just now because of the immediacy of it, and yeah. I and I know part of that is they're forming a bond with each other. Yeah, you know. And oh, and I think great. the empathy thing too, like encouraging. I try to do this with Grace. Like, how do you think that made him feel, and that kind of thing. And I know she's not yeah. fully comprehending that either. The other piece that I find, you know, maybe this better than anything else, and what uh, all the articles that I read about this, the two articles um, <laughs> mentioned is uh, is of course modeling it, which is always something we come back to as well. Right. You know what I mean? Wait, so, so you're saying that Micah and I shouldn't scream and hit each other when we both want the I same mean, chicken pie? I mean, you could if that's you know if those are the kinds sort of, of kids you're trying our to dynamic. You know, is like, the, yeah. I mean, I hear you. It's hard not to do that. We both uh, love the Peter Mankin toy. I got to be honest. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, pointing out when they do do something positive, you know, lavishing them with praise because, like, you want to reinforce it. So, anyway, yeah, I know that's not helpful. <laughs> but it is, well, see, it is because especially I've I've noticed Jude has changed places now, and I think karate is part of this. I, yeah. I, I really do. Like, we, that's it. Make them teach him that. <laughs> yeah, then it'll and stick. if he fucks up, then we kick him. Exactly. I feel like he's getting a lot of really good metaphors because a lot of what they do in these classes is they talk about navigating the world with like a positive mentality yeah um and so he has this new one where he says there are good weeds and bad weeds 
in life. Yeah. And bad okay, be- I was going to say, I thought it was about people. I'm like, oh, that's a little rough. <laughs> yeah, there's it's good like, seeds and bad seeds. Rip out the bad ones. Yeah. Get rid but, of them. But the idea is like, is like negative thoughts are bad weeds. Yeah. So if you see a bad weed, you have to like recognize that it's there and look at it yeah. and see it and then take it out. Mm. Right? Yeah. So we've been using that these last couple of days with the sharing thing too. Yeah. And being like, you know, try to like remember where Henry is in his life and what this is like to him. Yeah. If it's really bothering you, I'll tell you what, like I'll wake you up later tonight and you and I can go play downstairs with that toy. If, yeah. But, but give Henry a little bit of a chance to like, you know, kind of get his thing too, which maybe is too hands on. But I honestly, I feel like in listening to our kids right now, I feel like they are needing a little bit of help. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, kind of that is your violent, violent parent, isn't it? You know? I mean, I think you should read the bucket book. I'm telling you, man. He's got to fill he'll, fucking buckets. It gives everywhere. you a language for uh, filling each other's buckets, and uh, it's helpful. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I'm what are joking? You, are, are, like, are there objects going in the buckets in the book? It's all metaphorical, man. Yeah, but is it just like an empty bucket? It's that we all have this invisible bucket no, that I we get, carry. I get that, but I mean, but there's buckets people like in the bullies book, right? take there's away like, from the bucket, but they it's but because what they is have the show empty buckets. In the bucket, I'm saying. Oh, just like magic coming out of it. Okay, so it's not like it's golf like rainbows. Balls. No, no, no. I picture golf balls. Golf no, balls. Yeah. Interesting. You don't even play golf. I was varsity golf in high school. Nuh-uh, Thank really? you very much. Were you? And I did irreparable you road tear pump damage. You would be yeah. a fucking I'm varsity fucking a golf beast player. I'm oh a golf God. course. Give me a break. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.